Today on City Wrestling Radio, why WWE SmackDown TV rights weren't renewed on Fox, Ric Flair is apparently clear to take bumps again, and all eyes are on Carmelo Hayes and MJF as we take a look at this week's NXT and AEW Dynamite. All that and so much more this week on City Wrestling Radio. Welcome back to City Wrestling Radio, November 3rd. It's November 3rd, 2023. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined, as always, by my co-host, the Pile Driver Pundit himself, Mr. Jose Oseguera. How's it going? Happy November. November? What? November. Well, this we is going to be a November to remember. Oh, yes, it is. And uh, holiday know- season is upon us. Uh, well, yes, I mean, I we're already seeing Golden Corral holiday commercials on both uh, Raw, SmackDown. Uh, uh, well, not SmackDown, I guess, because that's not this week yet. But uh, AEW, uh, we saw it all over the place. They know their audience. Uh, but yet I have no uh, interest in going to Golden Corral. Have you ever been to a Golden Corral, Jose? I don't even know what that is other than commercials. <laughs> it, it's apparently a commercial. It's apparently a restaurant where uh, pretty um, mild manner folk, because I feel like all the jokes on there are like, oh, but you put down your phone to get shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Uh, you totally mid-America, like trying mm-hmm. to like get grandma to take the family over there. Yeah. But nonetheless, I'm not hungry at all uh, because I'm here. We're here to talk about a bunch of stuff this week, and I guess we should just get right into it. Uh, Let's shall go. we? Yeah. Let's go because uh, SmackDown on Fox. We've got some news about this. Um, so Fox CEO Lakeland Murdoch recently shed some light on the company's decision to not renew its uh, TV rights deal for WWE SmackDown. Uh, the show, uh, was set to make its way back to the USA network, uh, now in October, 2024, following a five year stint on Fox's, uh, Friday night lineup during the quarter one earning call Murdoch offered some insights and some rationale behind Fox's move. Murdoch stated that Fox wasn't achieving the desired return on investment from the WWE SmackDown TV rights deal. He said, We were falling short of our advertising review targets, uh, given the WWE's audience, uh, which didn't allow us to reach the levels uh, which we found acceptable for our return on investment. So, Jose, it's all your fault. You didn't buy enough uh, uh, price line. No, uh, (laughs) price line. I mean, I guess people weren't buying uh, advertising on that. How do you you, uh, keep stats on that how do you account for that well i came to arby's because i watched smackdown yesterday can you give me my smackdown voucher please well i guess uh it can be attributed to you know i mean there are companies out there that do the analytics uh i have nothing to do with those companies nor do i even want to look at those numbers um (laughs) but i will say this like um if less companies are interested in buying tv time on fox on friday night you know, compared to before when maybe, I don't know, what was on in the past? 24 was on. Yeah, yeah, I'm old. Let's just say it was 24. Uh, 24 was on and they would have like a bunch of, you know, different people trying to buy ad time now. Let's cut back a little bit because of the return on investment. Uh, What do you, I mean, what do you make of this deal? Do you think Fox is just uh, saying they, I I feel like they're saying they've overspent on this and they didn't Mm -hmm. know what else to say. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. They, well, they did, but I think this is more of a WWE decision that when they parted ways, I don't think Fox wanted to let it go. What are you going to put in place? Um, a, a sitcom that's only on, you know, half the time. And probably last about a season. Two, maybe at best. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, let's see what sticks to the wall. Or maybe you put your the programming that sucks during regular time. Like, we're going to see Hell's Kitchen there on Fridays now. Like, maybe even Hell's Kitchen's uh, reruns. That's going to be insane. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, hell, uh, it does get played. You know, those kinds of shows I do see get played. Uh, I've seen them get played at like restaurants if the t- there's a TV on or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do see less wrestling on when I'm out and about, you know, so we'll say that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think if Fox could, uh, if they did a little bit more integration, maybe did a little, actually knew the product a little bit more mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. rather than their generic, uh, they put that just sports mentality that they had with the NFL that they had with MLB. They just said, okay, we'll just do the same thing for wrestling and it'll work, Mm -hmm. but it's not the same fan base. Yeah. And you notice uh, it it feels much better. It feels like a better watch on FS1. You know how they uh, move it over from Fox to FS1. It feels like a better watch on that channel and it doesn't feel, I mean, you know, big time. uh, It does feel big time on Fox. It feels like it, it fits better on FS1 they just don't know how to juggle that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be good to see um, SmackDown back on the USA network. Um, you know, I, it's, it's not where it started. It started on the UPN. Yeah. But know. they, you know, they know what they're doing when it comes to this product and yes. they know what to expect. They're, they're going to get, what are they showing now? Uh, old episodes of CSI from, you know, 2001. Yeah. It, well, what, uh, uh, USA. Yeah. I mean, uh, they get good, uh, SVU rerun numbers. I mean, that yeah. thing is on all the time, all the time. Uh, it, and it's, it's approaching a Thanksgiving. So we're going to have, that's not, that's I'm thinking TBS, but we'll probably have SVU all day and all night. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, one person who will be making their debut on another show, Becky Lynch, the oh, former NXT, <laughs> Uh, women's world champion, the former WWE women's world champion, uh, the former um, Raw and SmackDown champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, women's was she a women's tag team champion? I don't think she was. Oh, you know, she's what? never won the tag champions yet. It, you know, if if it was, it was like a novelty, like two weeks. Mm-hmm. If it did happen, I, I don't think she did. I, nope, I can't. I, I can't right. recall. I know Bailey has. I know Sasha has. Mm-hmm. Oh, Charlotte has. Um, yeah, I don't think Becky's one of them. Nonetheless, uh, Becky is not, um, making her bid for the WWE women's tag team champion. No, she's going to let Chelsea green take care of that, that her and Piper Niven. Uh, but Lynch is uh, said to be one of the contestants on celebrity jeopardy, November 15th. That has a good ring to it. Celebrity jeopardy champion. So, uh, actor Macaulay Culkin and, uh, Rachel Dratch. Is it Rachel Dratch? That's correct. Uh, will be uh, competing alongside Lynch. The uh, winner goes to the semifinals. That should be I've, pretty easy, Becky. I mean, I'm team Lynch all the way, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the host of uh, Jeopardy? I think it's Ken Jennings, right? Uh, Ken Jennings is the host of regular Jeopardy and celebrity Je- Jeopardy. I think it's Blossom or Amy Farrah Fowler. Blossom. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's how I, I mean, I guess younger people don't even know what the heck Blossom was. It was a, sh- yeah, it was a show know, from the nineties. You know what? I think, uh, what was the other host name? Jeff? Joey? 
what's his name? Jennings. Jet? Ken, Jen- Jennings. Ken Jennings. Yeah, Ken Jennings. I think he he might be. I think I want to say I saw him in a promo for that. So he might be running that right now. All right. Well, uh, good on Becky Lynch. I mean, I hell, I think they could get some. What are they going to have? Was it Rachel Macaulay Cook? I guess he can go to the semifinals. But he's a huge wrestling fan. Take oh, the really? fall. Take the yo. He's yeah. a huge wrestling fan. Eat the pan, Macaulay. Yeah, put Becky over uh, Colkin. McCulkin. Is it Colkin or McCulkin? It's Colkin. Macaulay Colkin. Macaulay Colkin. I always thought it was Macaulay McCulkin. I don't know why. <laughs> You're complicating it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but take the fall. Uh, Dratch will probably be her uh, her biggest um, competition. SNL so. fame. SNL fame. Yeah. Is she is she part of the new cast or? No, she's an older cast. She's there. She did the old Boston accent with Jimmy Fallon. No, you are. She did that. Okay. Bit. Debbie Downer, okay. big character. Oh, okay. She's she's. Uh, I don't want to say older, but not not a young. Uh, she Hollywood was from the early, early 2000s cast, I think. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, I mean, good on them. You know, it's good to see, you know, someone like her who is some former SNL fame come back like that. But I think Becky Lynch will put up both down and win that Celebrity Jeopardy. I don't know what they win. Probably something for charity. Totally. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, but something I didn't want to talk about. I never wanted to bring these words up again. Uh, apparently, Ric Flair. Uh, well, first off, he's signed a two-year, uh, somewhat of a deal with AEW, not as a wrestler, but uh, as a kind legends, of like a, legends deal. Kind of sort of a legends deal. Um, it's kind of uh, tying in with his Woo energy drink, not to be confused with uh, Wu Tang Clan's old Woo energy drink. I'm sure they've had one. I don't yeah, know. And, you know, all the sugar inside of Yahoo could be considered an energy drink. Yes. Uh, but so we got the news of that the other day. Ric Flair coming back to AEW. Okay. Uh, we knew this about a week ago. It's con- confirmed. You know, he wants to say, I want to ride on the sunset with you, Sting. Woo, woo. Slapping his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're getting word that he spoke to PW Insider and his doctor has cleared him to take bumps. Uh, I mean, come on, man. It's just like this, this guy really can't leave the ring. He's going to die in the ring. He's Yeah, he's going to die. Yeah. In the ring. That's the only uh, way to go out for him. Um, I mean, if I was Tony Khan, I mean, yeah, sure. Old men can wrestle, you know, the human body is, you know, has done crazier things in this uh, universe in this mm. time frame, this, you know, whatever. Mm. But to, 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 does that blood really want to be on your hands, Mr. Tony Khan? I, I don't think so. I, I think Ric Flair, especially with all the past stuff. I mean, I don't know why we were aching to put him in to AEW. Not, yeah. Well, yeah. not us. No, we yeah, never Tony were. Was, we yeah. have been a big opponent of, of mm-hmm. Ric Flair coming back to wrestling. I mean, I get WWE that it makes sense. For me. First off, his daughter's there making an appearance here and there. I understand that even coming in as a legend, you know, a uh, hall of famer, totally understandable, you know, Oh, it's Ric Flair. Woo. But now it's like AEW, man, it's really turning it, starting to turn into TNA of the early 2000s, where mm-hmm. they're just bringing in all these older names for like, like, why, why, why are you bringing in Ric Flair? Why are you signing him to a two year deal? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, they, I don't know. I, I think they're trying to open up a demographic, to, trying to unlock the older generation to watch the newer product. Maybe they have a feeling that the older generation is, you know, against what AEW does. 
I yeah. guess it's as good as mine. Um, they, bad mood, you guys. He, it's not gonna look good on TV. You're gonna have a Ric Flair rocking an old school Ric Flair four horseman shirt. Um, he he's gonna be in tag matches the whole time with a sixty year old Sting. Well, and... he's not. He's not saying he's coming back for a match. He's just saying okay. he's cleared to take bumps. Okay. Well, you know, okay. If if you have a Ric Flair that's just getting punched and knocked out, you know, while he's in the ring. Okay. While he's in or outside the ring. Yeah. I, I, okay. I guess. I mean, I, I, I don't guess know. I don't know how I feel about this. This guy was like on his deathbed. <sighs> yeah. A, a couple of years ago, you know, mm-hmm. and now he's had his last match. Everyone was like, oh, that was a horrible match. We don't ever want to see that again. We saw what happened. We saw what a Ric Flair match looks like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In 20, was it 2022? Uh, we don't need mm-hmm. to see that again. Mm-mm. So, no. uh, AEW, I think, um, I think they're a little lost right now. You know, well, you I, know I, it, 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 let's take it tongue in cheek, first of all, because it is Ric Flair speaking. We don't know that Tony Khan gave the okay for him to do anything. Well, okay, no, no, no. Ric Flair is just saying his doctor has yes. cleared him to take bumps. Yes. yes. He so, is not you know, saying, woo, mm-hmm. I'm a coming back, baby. Tag matches, sting, me, Darby. Mm-hmm. Woo, mm-hmm. woo. Exactly. He's just exactly. saying, hey, spoke to my doctor. Doctor did some tests. Doctor said, if I want to take a bump, it's okay. I will not die. Uh, sure, I don't believe it, but I'm not a doctor. So, yeah. Exactly. Let's just hope Tony Khan has some sense and goes, okay, well, we'll get our doctors on that right away. We'll let you know. Who was that doctor that, uh, that Trump would go see? Like, he's like, I'm the healthiest guy ever. Ask my doctor. And it was like this guy with like, like like he had like the, like long blonde hair, like tan skin. (laughs) And and he was also like 65 years old. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah man. Like, I cool. prescribed him. I subscribed him some Marinol pills. Yeah, man. He's really chill. He's oh, he's really like the really healthiest chill. guy ever, man. Yeah, yeah man. man. Got some lewds, some dudes, and some <laughs> woos. I don't know. You should see his tattoos. Yeah. But uh, I don't. I I do not want to see Trump's tattoos. I I, <laughs> I I know he's got one hidden somewhere. Uh, remember, the, remember the faces of death uh, VHSs? <laughs> Somewhat. Yeah, 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 I would, yeah. I would totally see that. Th- that that's just one of them. You, get, you want to see my tattoo? He like lifts Literally. up his butt cheek and like there's a <laughs> tattoo of, I don't know, something. Roy Orbison. Yeah. I'm a big Roy <laughs> Orbison fan. You didn't know that? I love yeah. Willie Nelson. Oh, my God. Uh, well, uh, something to look forward to. Not that, uh, but WWE Crown Jewel is this weekend <laughs> oh my god what is that is an epic segue i'm sorry that was going going from uh from trump to saudi arabia it's been done a lot yes yeah. uh but let's uh let's look at the card because we're gonna go through like i said we're gonna go through aew dynamite and nxt so let's just get through this first uh because wwe crown jewel is this weekend uh mm-hmm. kicked off with a pre-show sammy Zayn versus jd mcdonough is this sammy Zayn's first match in saudi arabia it is uh, that that's that that's that's pretty uh significant development and, and not and just pre match, yeah, a pre show match, yeah. So I mean, I wonder if you know they're that I, I I don't know. I'm just speculating. I guess you could speculate any such way at this point. But in the past, Sami Zayn was not going to come into Saudi Arabia because of his uh, was it his Syrian uh, background? Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, you know, I guess there was conflict, but now. He is coming into Saudi Arabia. I don't know the geopolitical ramifications of that, um, nor do I really know what that word means. But um, 
<laughs> you know, it, it's yeah. it, it, it's really it really does say something. You it know, does. Yeah. But, I mean, coming in Saudi Arabia. just in general right now, things over uh, in the Middle East are insane. Right. Um, to say the uh, least. Yes. To say the least. Even, even, you know, with the U.S. facing a couple of uh, bombings in some of their uh, bases. Uh, it's crazy that WWE is still like, OK, we're on board. Let's go. Uh, I'm I'm worried. Well, uh, Saudi Arabia is not Palestine. You know, it's no, not. But, you know. Gaza, it's not mm-hmm. Turkey, you know. Um, so, I mean, I would say they're probably on the safe side. Saudi Arabia is not a genuine, like a target right now. Yes, no. it's but adjacent, it's target adjacent. <laughs> but 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 flying through, uh-huh. um, over or above or wherever. I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely more tension uh, at this time than it is um, in past. And another yeah. thing, apparently, there's supposed to be rain this weekend over there, and there's no oh, roof. Sweet. So, so I wonder if because in the past you would see a lot of like the the royals uh, sitting down below at ringside. I oh, wonder yeah. if they all just like go inside and they just like the entire ringside's empty. Oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna do oh, no. They're, they're gonna open up ringside to the peasants. We'll take the luxury boxes. Yeah, we'll uh, take the 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 covered areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, EO Sky. Um, uh, with Bailey and Dakota Kai in her Kai, in her corner, are taking on Bianca Belair for the women's championship. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think Eosky. I think this championship run has been kind of uh, lackluster, to say the very, very least, because it's, you know, it's she hasn't done anything. It, but yeah. how many weeks has it been? Like, it's been over. It's been, been months. It's been a month. It's been over a month. Yeah. I think it's time. I think Bianca. No, please no. Uh, no, I, I like Eosky to stay champion. Uh, Bianca just came back. She needs to go through some trials and tribulations. I, I think a heel run is in in the future, the near future. So hopefully, this is the beginning of that. Planting seeds. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, John Cena taking on Solo Sokoa in a singles match. I mean, no way, John Cena wins that, right? What? Are you serious? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. This is non-canon, and we're in uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he's totally gonna get over. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, he has been doing the losing streak thing on TV, and yeah. there is a chance, like, hey, he could still lose. You still have the bloodline. He can get screwed out of a win. He you know could. what? Yep. What if? Uh, what if Roman comes out and you know gives him a Superman punch? You know what yeah. if they, they always pop the crowd out in Saudi Arabia though? Jimmy Uso. Yeah, exactly. So. There's a chance he can lose, but I'm I'm playing the safe side. I say John Cena wins this match. Yeah, dude, dude don't be surprised if we get another fast lane and we get a full-on all-face uh, winners. Uh, next up, uh, Cody Rhodes versus uh, Damian Priest in a singles match. I mean, Cody needs to go over. There's mm-hmm. no reason why he shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio defending his United States Championship against Logan Paul. We could see an exchange there. I think we're going to see a new United States champion. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, Logan Paul I, with that title. I actually did a little bit of research. I don't remember the exact titles, but I know Bray Wyatt won one title in Saudi Arabia, and there was another title change. I think it was a tag team title. Those are the only two exchanges that were in Saudi Arabia, so we're looking at the third one here with Rey Mysterio, Logan Paul. Rey Mysterio, yes. Um, and you have Rhea Ripley defending her uh, her Women's World Championship uh, against in a fail five-way against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark and Raquel Rodriguez. So, 
I think uh, Rhea Ripley holds onto this title. There's no reason she's, to take that thing off her. She's too hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly say keep the title on her and have her run through uh, the Royal Rumble. Number one, you know, number one to Ooh, third and have her win it and then have her call out Bianca. I know it's kind of like a Roman, you know, mm-hmm. or whoever the WWE champion. It's like kind of a Roman having two belts storyline. But, hey, mm-hmm. it, it's something they can do. And I'd like to see Bianca or not Bianca, but Rhea just kind of tear through it again. Yeah, uh, I'm totally down for that. And and I would like to see the mistakes done with Roman Reigns uh, fixed in a way. So you don't have her carrying two belts. She just unifies it and goes, I'm the one champion is the one title. Yeah. Next up, we have Seth freaking Rollins uh, defending his world championship against Drew McIntyre. Um, I mean, in this match specifically, I think uh, Seth pulls this victory out. I think he wins the title. I think he keeps the title in this match. I say he does win the title with, without asking for the help of Judgment Day, but receiving the help of Judgment Day, if that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah, I, I ought there. Okay. There was one way where I thought Drew wins. If yes. Drew wins with the help of Judgment Day, right? Let's say they help him. They, but at the same time, he's weakened. He wins that title. He's holding it. All of a sudden, they turn on him, and then Damian Priest cashes in. And I, I think Damian Priest is cashing in this money in the bank, no matter what. Yeah. And I think he's walking out the new world champion. Ooh. I, I, I don't think there's a reason not to. I having three, have him walk around with three belts. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 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 I think, I think it's time to to pull the trigger on him, especially since they've been having Seth Rollins do the whole like, ah, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. Ah. Yeah. I would like All that better time. as a Survivor Series moment. Could be. I mean, that would be a good thing to pop the other show. So, mm-hmm. but because I mean. You don't have to go all out in Saudi Arabia. You can just have um, Seth Rollins win this. No problem. Yeah. Easy. One, you one still thing have, I thought. You still have Roman Reigns in the, in the main event. Yeah, and Roman Reigns retains. I mean, there's no way LA Knight winning that title. Not even a little bit. We talked about it last week. Yeah. We're, yeah. No. No, uh, they're, you know, there's a reason why they're doing it in Saudi Arabia. And I said it last mm-hmm. week, it's because they don't want to do it in front of the American fan base where they get booed out of mm-hmm. the building. Yes. Yes. So that's why they're doing it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, one thing I thought about, you mentioned Survivor Series. You know what? You know, we're, we're kind of going into, you know, this retro month. We're watching Survivor Series 1990. And uh, one thing I do kind of like, I haven't even watched the, the card because I've been watching the buildup is uh the layout of the show it's like multiple survivor series matches and then a battle royal at the end with all the winners i think that's cool yeah it's a good idea good concept and i think the winner probably could get because it kind of leads to a royal rumble i get you don't want to have a royal rumble before the royal rumble but yeah no there's a battle royal it's different (laughs) so i mean hey uh crown jewels this weekend we'll see what happens i mean guaranteed not guaranteed but we'll probably see some new champions walking out mm-hmm. of Saudi Arabia, in my opinion. At, at most, too. At most. Uh, well, let's kick it off. Let's go through both these shows from this week. I'm going to start things off sequentially uh, with NXT Halloween Havoc Night 2 taking place on October 31st. That's right. Halloween evening, uh, 2023. Uh, we kicked it off with another performance uh, from whatever band that performed last week, but I think it was the same video, honestly. Nightmare or something. Because it was uh, it was the same song, New Year's Day or whatever, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense for them to perform that song on Halloween Havoc. Yeah, it was just, you know. 
uh, whatever, Triple whatever. H, Triple H recommended it to Sean Michael. Sean, I think this will be great. Everything in like WWE now since Triple H takeover, everyone's just like very rock and roll. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like everything is just like everyone. It's like Judgment Day is so over. Like mm-hmm. the hot topic group that wasn't over when Vince was, you know, like they were kind of a comedy thing. Yeah. Now they're like the, the top faction in WWE. And, you know, I just think it's well, funny. It's like, they are the hot topic after all. They are the hot topic <laughs> WWE. Yeah. Uh, but another hot topic of WWE this past week has been the Creed Brothers. Yeah. You know, uh, because they beat the Alpha Academy on Raw this week and then on NXT. They defeated uh, Angel Garza and Huerta Corrio in a tables, ladders, and scares match. Ooh. So right off the bat, uh, Humberto and Angel come out to the ring wearing some cool, uh, pretty cool Sugar Skull uh, masks, which, you know, it's Halloween. But I mean, heck, I thought it'd be cool if they kind of added something like that to their whole repertoire. You know, oh, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. You see. um you know, was it uh, Andrade? He comes out with that black skull mask, That's that black bad. leather mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought since there's nobody doing that in WWE, have them kind of do something similar, you know, some mask that when they come out in the beginning and then they take them off. Yeah. Yeah. Leyenda so, used to do that too, right? Who? I mean, LWO. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Sin- didn't Sikara have, or Ray, Ray had a mask over his mask. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. He would do that and a lot take- and then give it out. He'd be like, here you go, little kid. Yeah. But you remember you know? LWO, Leyenda del Fantasma, those guys? No. Before, when they were in NXT? The LWO guys before they were in NXT. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. They all had the mask. And yeah. Legado del Fantasma, yeah. Uh, so we kick it off with the Creed Brothers defeating uh, Angel and Uberto. Uh, right off the back, the Creed Brothers break out a table, slamming Uberto through a table, who who's slamming him through Angel, who was on the table with a Death Valley driver. Uh, and the whole story of this match was just tables, 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 heck tables. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what has happened in recent weeks or years, but, uh, tables are the most over thing in wrestling lately. You can have a sword in the ring and mm-hmm. tables are just, <laughs> you know, the thing like everybody wants. I don't uh, get it. Apparently by the chance. Yeah. But there are like three table spots in this match. And uh, by the end of it, I mean, I think they were just trying to get people to stop chanting for tables. <laughs> Let's just oversaturate it. Let's just oversaturate the beginning of the show mm-hmm. and get it over with. They'll stop chanting for tables because it'll sound stupid by the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, the two teams go back and forth using multiple ladders and chairs as weapons. Uh, the Creed brothers set up two more tables on the outside while Umberto and Angel set up some sort of contraption inside the ring involving uh, laying a ladder on three chairs. Julius goes to the top rope battling Umberto. That's when Angel gets up uh, to the top turnbuckle, slamming Julius into the ladders uh, and chairs, followed by slamming Brutus through the tables that were set up on the outside. Julius is then thrown into another ladder, uh, breaking the ladder in half, exposing the quote unquote metal ladders with splinters. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so he slams him in one of the ladders and it looks away. And I know it's the leg and maybe I'm just dumb and I don't know tools, but mm-hmm. uh, they all paint these things like they're all metal. And I've seen ladders that are all metal. And this thing had wooden legs and metal 
you know, like spikes coming out. <laughs> I, I mean, well, because it was splintered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Metal, metal doesn't metal splinter. Doesn't splinter. I, no, it doesn't. I, I know that. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe there actually are ladders that are made like this. But maybe just the feet were wood. <laughs> I think this is a gimmick ladder. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brutus beats down on both men with a chair. Uses the ladder as a windmill. Angel or Angel uh, gets knocked off the top rope through a table. Then inside the ring, uh, we have a Brutus bomb to Umberto. The Creed's double bomb or the Creed's uh, double pin Umberto for the pin and the win. I thought this was a fun opening match. Uh, the Creed brothers have the rocket strapped to them going to Monday Night Raw yeah. uh, with this under their belts and against Alpha Academy. I mean, hell, I think they're going to be challenging for the tag titles, at, at least challenging for them soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh. Uh, any thoughts on this match, Jose? Forget that. What's going on with Shotzi and Scarlett? What are they wearing today? Well, was it was Shotzi wearing the um, the was the, the, the Pennywise? Yeah, yeah. And then um, Scarlett was wearing something, but they're playing with a Ouija board. Something. She was sexy something. <laughs> and um, they're looking for a new ghost host because apparently they're they're done hosting the shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were just like, hey, uh, we oh we didn't even mention they they opened the show with them showing up an Ecto one. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And which I was kind of disappointed because I, I want that noise effect. Anytime I see Ecto one, I want. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they showed up, uh, but multiple costumes all night. But that's uh, at this point is when Alba Fire and Isla Dawn walked in, apparently taking over as the new ghost host of the show, which I don't know how they didn't get copyright claimed from uh, from Disney on that. Uh, next up, Joe Gacy. He's uh, he's coming back and uh, he did a video package. He's spooky. He has a new piercing. Uh, people don't trust him. He doesn't trust people. I'm over it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is, is this guy, I mean, they they need to really do something with him. And I mean, he's a worker. We've seen him work before and actually have a good match. But this whole spooky thing, this is, this thing seemed like something out of a 1990s like TV drama mm, on mm-hmm. on like NBC, you know, about serial killers. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, very like mellow, but very like fake dark, like mellow dark. Oh, right, right. Well, I mean, you know, um, NXT has been they've been treading the 90s waters <laughs> recently with a lot of the stuff that they're doing. So it's not a surprise. Yeah. Fallon Henley versus Tiffany Stratton. Uh, Tiffany attacks Fallon right as she's coming out to the ring, slams Fallon's knee into the post. And that's it. We don't get a match. It has Tiffany Stratton taken a nosedive since she won the championship. What's going on? Are you lost the championship or was it lost the championship to Becky? Yeah. lost. She, yeah. So apparently she has wrestled on a house show this weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's not her. Okay. Um, so I wonder what's going on. Maybe Fallon was hurt, but mm-hmm. th- there's a reason like they set this up last week with Fallon Henley doing a spot on Tiffany Stratton impersonation. Mm-hmm. Do they have they cooled down on Tiffany? You think? I don't know why. I mean, yeah, she's great. I love her. I mean, I think her whole character is great, especially since she's taking it from an actual movie character mm-hmm. from uh, was it um, High School Musical has Sharpay. You know, I, I know, <laughs> you know, who that, I know, but familiar. she but that's apparently who she's taking the character from. It's like oh, okay. a, rich, a rich girl who like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's rich. a good character. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's a good character. She does it well. Uh, next up, Meta Four. Uh, Meta Four. Uh, they're well, searching for the Heritage Cup. Heritage Cup. Uh, mm-hmm. A spooky haunted house, and they're dressed like um, 
uh, Mystery Inc. Uh, with um, Noam Dar dressed like Scooby. No one dresses Fred. But uh, I mean, this is the, I mean, all the segments. I I mean, let's uh, we'll just go through the entire segment now that kind of yeah. continued throughout the night. And uh, they're searching for the Heritage Cup, uh, who Akira Tozawa has stolen last week. But apparently, Akira Tozawa is now uh, leads an army of ghouls. Like that, uh, what? Uh, if this is not revealed to be Alpha, like I thought they should have revealed it to be Alpha Academy underneath there. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. be like, hey, we helped you out. Like, hey, was that good? We helped you out. Ha ha ha. And then have Otis say something funny, you know. But the fact that like Akira Tozawa just is in charge of these people now like it doesn't make any sense to me hmm. no uh but basically next it, oh, it's very meta for the four uh but ne- basically it all sets up a heritage <laughs> cup match set for next week noem dar versus akira Tozawa. next up we have dominic mysterio defeating defeating nate i can't say his name nathan fraser Is it, it's fraser right is not fraser it's not fraser it's, it's fraser, fraser. Yeah. Frazier Fra- uh, to retain the NXT North American title. And Dominic didn't even dress up. I mean, he just came out in his old uh, uh, prisoner's gear, you know, coming mm-hmm. down to the ring. He wasn't uh, ready no, for Halloween. You know, but he came out in a kind of, you know, gimmicky prisoner outfit, black and white stripes. Spirit store. Uh, where Rhea Ripley came out dressed like a, um, I want to say like a Resident Evil special ops cop. Ah, that, that makes more sense. That, that to me, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I couldn't stop staring at Dominic's fur boots. Mm-hmm. Like, what was up with those? I do. I don't know him in boots for some reason. Like he has those tassels, too. I, I'm, I I'm love the fan. tassels. Really? But, I, yeah, I, I like the tassels on the pants, but mm-hmm. I think the fur boots are taking it a little too like that's eh, a bit much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tone it down. It's supposed to help with speed. It gives the illusion of speed. Well, the tassels, the tassel oh, the tassel. I don't know about, I don't know about the fur boots. The fur <laughs> boots give the illusion of tackiness. I was going to say fur boots, man. That's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> so I thought they had a good match. Dominic keeps getting better and better with each passing months. I honestly think he's going to be one of the top heels in WWE one day. I know oh, he's going right. to, he's going to be world champion one day. One that's, day. That's, yes. That's he sure. just got to bulk up a little bit. Um, I can't wait for the day that he goes face again. Oh, the crowd's uh, going to eat that up. The match picked up fast with uh, Nathan Frazier. I'm just going to say Frazier. Running circles around Dominic. Uh, we get a dose of Meagles to Frazier, but uh, Dominic goes for the third one, and uh, Frazier hits a suplex on Dominic. The two trade inseguries. Uh, Frazier goes for a dive. Rhea pushes Dominic out of the way, seemingly giving Dominic the upper hand. But no, just when Dominic thinks he is okay, Frazier gets in the ring and hits another dive to Mysterio. We get a suplex followed by a twisting suplex uh, to Dominic Mysterio. Not quite like Seth Rollins um, suplex Falcon Arrow, but kind of mm-hmm. the same mentality. Um, super kick to Mysterio. Frazier then pushed off the top uh, turnbuckle onto the announce table. He's thrown back into the ring. A frog splash and Dominic Mysterio gets the pin and a win, winning cleanly in this match. Uh, Let's legitimize the kid. Yes. So uh, after the match, he was taken out by uh wes wesley who my autocorrection says wesley uh but wes <laughs> wesley came out and attacked him and held the title up because he wants to win that title back from dominic what do you think about wesley coming back to nxt i mean it's the uh, dominic um, thing 
Dominic needs, you know, uh, somebody to potter. Uh, yeah, he does, and, and you know, perfect. I'm I'm down. Let have him get another clean win. And it kind of seems like Judgment Day is uh, teetering, you know, like they're either going to go one way or another right now. You have, mm-hmm. you know, Damian Priest complaining, like, who's who's making matches for me now? You know, mm-hmm. uh, who's the leader? But, you know, it's like, OK, well, if they're going to start, you know, falling and crumbling, you gotta see them start losing matches. And maybe Damian Priest doesn't win the title and maybe Dominic loses his title. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. This has been an ongoing thing. Keep the tension. Keep teasing keep going with that um right now they're as hot as hot can be so yeah. you push these guys to the to to the moon yeah. once things start getting stale that's when you start you know pulling the trigger on this guy doesn't like this guy this guy doesn't like this guy Rhea ripley is making bad decisions finn balor's had enough yeah and i don't and i don't think that i think they started to do that but i don't think they should i i really think they should keep them going and have literally have them win all the titles yeah 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 you know that one up judgment day because judgment day didn't or uh, one up uh the bloodline because the bloodline didn't hold the women's title the bloodline um they held the tag titles and the the universal but they didn't yeah, held the world it. title they didn't hold the no, women's title so no us no intercontinental nothing and you yeah. can see jd mcdonough maybe winning a us or intercontinental not intercontinental but maybe no. a us title yeah. you know off of logan paul or something yes yes oh my god can you imagine uh yeah make make these guys hold the because you know in the era of everybody breaking records and everybody saying they're the best ever you know you have uh i'm I'm not gonna go through it but you can make the judgment day the best faction ever lived they can carry that you could yeah and say we're better than the horsemen better than nwo better than evolution better than the x we're we're the best and they're headed that way legit and I think people really have to realize that sometimes we build these factions up in our head. Sometimes we think about the NWO like, oh, they were running rough shot for years when really it was like two years that their their main run. Yeah, their main run as like main faction in the world of wrestling, you know, was not that long. You know, Bullet Club, Mm -hmm. only a few years Four Mm -hmm. horsemen. I know they were generations that went on for generations, but like the height of the four horsemen. Probably like five, I mean, six never, years. Yeah, and they were never hugely dominant. Okay, so Ric Flair had a world title, and then uh, Arn had the TV title um, and maybe a tag title. Yeah, and then you would see other people win, you know, secondary titles here and there. Ric Flair mm-hmm. would constantly win the world title. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you take nostalgia out of it, yes, mm-hmm. I think Judgment Day is on pace to being one of the best factions of all time. Yeah, no, every time they hold up all their accomplishments, I'm like, wow, they got a lot. And uh, I think they've already surpassed the the bloodline for sure. For sure. Because the bloodline never really pulled the trigger. I always thought bloodline could have been more. The bloodline could have pulled the trigger on the entire family, the entire, mm-hmm. you know, the Anawahi family mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. into and like, you know, even having video package of maybe somebody at their home calling Roman like, hey, you know, like having the elders congratulate Roman more things like that but they never did. And it seemed kind mm-hmm. of like flat at some point missed opportunity. Yeah, totally um next up we have jc jane and andre chase backstage jane uh she's telling chase that uh she should be thanking him uh and and tells her that she better help him win or help her win the wwe world tag team titles tonight or that night in walks the family that's tony d'angelo and channing stacks lorenzo uh they they tell andre chase that he owes them what's fair and um apparently it's not just a rematch 
something's going on with Andre Chase and the family. Like mm-hmm. some sort of deal was struck at some certain point. You know, did the family take a fall? Maybe mm-hmm. for Andre Chase. Maybe they said, hey, we'll give you these tag titles if you do whatever for us. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, but something's going on here, right? Like, yeah, yeah, did, totally. You got that? Uh, um, yeah, I'm getting a, a very uh, mafia theme going on. And, um, you know, let's see where it takes us. More metaphor in the Halloween house. We talked about all that. Next up, Mr. Stone versus Braun Breaker. Of course, Braun Breaker defeated Mr. Stone. It was pretty much everything we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Robert Stone got his one punch on uh, on Braun. And Braun speared the hell out of Robert Stone. Um, So after this match, Breaker pulls Stone to the outside, looking to slam his head into the stairs, a la Von Wagner. Uh, Out comes Von Wagner, who's apparently uh, his head (laughs) is still just wrapped up. Oh, my God. It's the worst rap job, too. (laughs) And and I'm just like, is his head okay? Like, how yeah. how is he coming out to the ring? Like, is he oozing? Is there some sort of blood? Is there some sort of fluid leaking out of his ears or something? Because there's no reason to be having that thing on his head. Will he wrestle in that thing next week, Jose? Oh yes, hundred percent. He'll show up with it, and it's gonna be a mess. Um, sometimes I forget that NXT. You know, because I'm I'm brand new again. Sometimes I forget that NXT is a developmental type of uh, um, league. Um, and you got to put up with some of these uh, lesser polished characters. And that that's how this is coming off. I mean, Braun Breaker is, you know, money in the bank. Um, yeah. But the, uh, Von Wagner, no, not so much. Well, you know, TBD to be determined. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Reggie. Uh, he's with, uh, was it Bronco and Lucian as an OTM or OTP? Man, I have. Okay. Yeah. This was a good promo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say that Reggie, you know, who the the former sommelier of Carmela, the former Scripps, uh, who is the luchador uh, poem writer, a uh, poet, poetist, is it or mm-hmm. poet, 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 the poet. yeah, the luchador poet. Um, apparently, he's talked about he's talking about you don't know where I'm from. I've watched my uncle die, you know, in my living room when I was eight. Uh, back in my hood, they called me Scripps because something but it wasn't because he was a luchador poet that's for sure yeah yeah but what did you think of these guys they, they look good in lucian and uh bronco lucian price and bronco they do it's- but you know the 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 grill thing was really weird um i it's it, it screams of exploitation or black exploitation i want to say okay um, yeah yeah it, 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 it's wwe i know um and you know i'm not saying that, that he, he reggie's not legit coming from hard times but with someone like uh let's say booker t who did come through we've seen his life story we know what he went through um shucky ducky quack quack it it, it came off more authentic i don't feel the authenticity here but you know it's the first time out um let's see where this goes let's see where it breathes you gotta let it breathe a little bit before you make a judgment on it right well you also have you know this guy reggie who like i said is multiple characters he's been yeah silly comedy characters before yeah it's it feels hard. like they're reaching uh, and it's, i don't know how authentic it is it's hard to take him serious looking at these mm-hmm. two guys lucian price and bronco okay i could see what you're saying borderline black exploitation at the same time like this could be their characters this could be like no we're bringing our 
vibe to this company. We're yeah. not going to come in and dress like Damian Priest and Rhea nope. Ripley. We're not going to mm-hmm. come in and be the rock and roll guys. We're not going to have a chain wallet fall from our pants doing a spear. No, yeah. you know, yeah. we're mm-hmm. going to come in and be who we are and maybe who they are is grills and, you know, yeah. wife, so, you know, wife beer that, tank tops. Right. Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is at, at first glance, it, 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 it seems like they're reaching and they're trying really hard, but yeah authenticity always shines through so leading into the weeks we'll see where this goes and we'll see how real uh these guys yeah. are yeah uh next up thea hale and jc jane versus uh they were defeated by piper niven and chelsea green uh the end of this match saw jc jane trying to use one of the tag titles as a weapon Andre Chase uh, taking the title away from her saying that she's better than that and she could win it on her own yet she mm-hmm. get hit with the unprettier by Chelsea green. It's not a very pretty move. I think they, they, they put adjustments on that, right? Well, it is called the unprettier. So mm-hmm. it's got a good name if it's not that pretty of a move. Um, but no, she doesn't hit it that great. It, it looked a little sloppy. Yeah. I, I almost think that they told Christian her, you, can know, do it. You, you, yeah, you can't do it as well as Christian because you know, concussion protocols and you're not as careful as he is. Uh, maybe be, lighten yeah. up on it. Or if you're going to take the move, you know, lift your head up a little bit. Don't get fully caught in it. Yeah. Lexus King is with Mackenzie Mitchell backstage. He, uh, he flirts with Mackenzie. She, uh, shoes him off and he's like, all right, girl, that's cool. I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> and then that's it. I don't know about this Lexus King guy, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I don't know. I, I feel like they keep mentioning his father to the point like they, they have to do something and he's going to come back as Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will give him credit, though, because uh, AEW didn't know what to do with him. Or I should say he didn't know what to do with himself because, you know, AEW lets you have a little bit of free reign. Um, yeah. He needed the the structure and the creative creativity of WWE to, you know, advance his name. So. It's better than what he was, and his his hairstyle is much better now too. I yeah, well, he was doing was the varsity blonde, varsity, varsity blondes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with um, was it Griffin? Something okay. was it? What was his name? I don't remember the guy. Not no, memorable. Right. See, that's Julia Julia Hart and. Anyways, uh, next up, Lola Vice uh, defeated Kalani Jordan to win the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. I didn't expect that. It was a match. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Lola Vice was able to dodge a split leg moonsault and then hit her kick to the side of the head to win the match. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was that great of a match, but hey, mm-hmm. they're building her up for something. Yeah. Uh, more metaphor in uh, the uh, Haunted House. And then we get the NXT champion, Ilya Dragunov. He defeated Carmelo Hayes to retain his title. And uh, I mean. This wasn't as good as their first match. It wasn't as good as their pay-per-view match, but it was a great match and it was something to be expected. It was like, just like going into breaker and um, Robert stone. You knew what was to be expected. You knew what was Mm -hmm. to be expected here. Um, uh, It was, uh, and like I said, it was a great ending to their trilogy. So another um, spot, really great spot of this match is when Carmelo hit that uh, inside outside uh, DDT to the side of the ring yeah. that WWE just plastered everywhere. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, man. Dragonoff's head went right into the uh, the canvas. Mm-hmm. The canvas? And, uh, not yet. <laughs> Later tonight, maybe. But <laughs> right. oh wait. Um, but uh, but honestly, although so uh, Dragonoff 
he's getting a little over with me. I'm starting to kind of like the guy now. Like he's really starting to fit in his role as NXT champion. Yeah, I you know I, just his I'm, again. I'm new here. Um, just his the face. How am I going to say this? Um, <laughs> just it's fake, looking at his him, characteristics. Yes, that and Man, it, mannerisms. Yeah, everything. The whole package, right? Visually, not. I'm, talk, I'm talking about walking into the ring before even seeing this guy. Do I don't like the in ring. I don't like. That, yeah, but. you know, uh, I, I'm turned off by that. But as soon as this guy starts working, wow. Oh Let's yeah, he's know. one of the best workers there on mm-hmm. NXT. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh Dragonoff goes for the H bomb, but Carmelo catches him with a code breaker. Melo goes to the top, and then all of a sudden Trick Williams comes out and uh stare, stare, stares down Carmelo. Uh we get a uh Toronado Mosca or Torpedo Mosca to Melo mm-hmm. and uh, Dragonoff retains his title. And then Trick Williams comes down to the ring and stares a hole right through Carmelo and it goes off the air. I'm assuming they're still standing there. Am I, am I wrong to think that they're going to be standing there until next Tuesday? I hope they come back on the air. If they just come back on the air and they're just standing there still like that would be great. (laughs) Last week, Melo would have to run around the ring like 50 times beforehand to get Mm -hmm. that sweat build up. Yeah. But uh, a good show. Puddles of pee everywhere. Yeah. Good show. Uh, Oh, presentation. That's what the word I'm looking for. His presentation is not polished enough yeah yeah yeah. yeah, good show uh good halloween the good end to halloween and i will say this carmelo just like dominic mysterio and i if carmelo like i don't want to say if he beefs up but honestly if he gets a little bit more muscle on him if he gets a little bit more swole i definitely can see him being a major player on the main roster oh yeah definitely they need to hang out with otis and um what's his name uh gable yeah, no, not Gable. What's his name? Uh, the, the, oh, why am I blanking Tucker, on his name? Tucker Knight. There you go. <laughs> Heavy machinery. Steaks, steaks and shakes. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. I always steaks get that. And weights. <laughs> gotta get your gotta get your pump on, and then get your protein after your pump. Yeah. P A P protein after pump, man. Come on. Sorry. Anyways, AEW Dynamite this week kicked off, I believe, again with Renee Paquette backstage because it kicked off last week with her backstage, correct? I think so. Uh, who uh, she's backstage with MJF. She's uh, asking him who his partner can be. And uh, he, he wants to talk to his partner via video chat. He cuts to Adam Cole, who is actually joined live via video. They're talking back and forth. Adam Cole was not recorded ahead of time. Uh, mm-hmm. He popped right on that video because Adam Cole, God bless the guy. You know, he's just, he has not shaved in weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his beard is he was a he was a little fuzzy was he and mm-hmm. you you know he's just waking up every morning just like all right brit later and then like popping on the xbox or whatever and then playing because he's a huge <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so you know he's just chilling playing games just like all mm-hmm. day he's just letting things like the beard go um but uh mjf he talks to adam cole for a little bit uh, that's when Roderick Strong comes in with Matt Taven and uh, Mike Bennett. He's screaming for Adam. <laughs> I love Adam Cole. He's like, he's like, I'm right here. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually, Adam cuts off the uh, the call because Roderick's complaining about not being asked to join MJF as tag partners tonight. Um, so, hey, I mean, and then it cuts to the devil again. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on the devil this week, Jose? Uh, you know, the, there's <laughs> the, the, Tony Khan is trolling us. Did you see that video with uh, 
with Doja uh, Doja Cat and yes, all the yes, the yes, yes, yes. And then you see Britt Baker, Britt McDo the do the devil horns. Dude, there's so swerviness in every direction. <laughs> you know what? I love it. It's great. Thank you. I, that's a, that's I, a great thought. I think that would be fun. It I would think be. It, yeah, that she's beating up on all these dudes for Adam, especially. If you cut to, you know, in a couple of weeks, you're going to have full gear, right? And I, is that next week? Oh, God. Uh, oh, no. But you're going to have full gear. <laughs> and MJF is in two matches, one of which is a 2 on one handicap match against, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who was it? God, why am I blanking <sighs> yeah. on them? But anyways. So much, so much going on with MJF nowadays that it's hard to keep track. Oh, uh, the guns. Ah, there you go. Yeah, oh, wouldn't yeah. it be great if Brick comes out to uh, make the save yeah, so and they win? Oh, the, my God. The, the devil comes out. You know, MJF, he's getting beaten. The lights go out. All of a sudden, the devil's there. Devil yeah, puts all black. their hand out. Yeah, mask on and everything. Mm-hmm. Tag. All of a sudden, go in. They start doing Adam Cole's moveset. Who knows Adam Cole's moveset? <laughs> Britt Baker, she goes yes, in, she yes. hits the Panama Sunrise, she hits the Shining Wizard, one, two, three, she holds up the other tag title, and then MJF looks at her, looks at them, she takes her mask off, it's Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be, man. But who were the other people beating down on, uh, that, that's, that's the real question, though. It's still just, good. You, you don't have to explain that. Let's look at the uh, well, just like the ghouls, you know, with the Tazawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's ghouls, look at the suspects. <laughs> They're iron mercenaries. You have Britt Baker, who mm-hmm. can be them. Uh, Roderick, Roderick, and Matt Taven and Mike Bennett is the, uh, the yeah. obvious choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kyle O'Reilly is another choice. A very good choice as well. And mm-hmm. people have been speculating. I think it's far out there, but what if CM Punk wasn't really fired? You know, and that would be another golden moment. That I would totally be down for that. That and I would call Tony would you, Khan the genius you, of all geniuses. I would call him a genius, yet I'm like, you asshole, like you really like worked us all to the umph degree. That's the like, whole point. That's the whole point of Carneyville. That's the whole point. That's why we're here. That's I, why I, we picked up microphones for that. But like something like that, it's just you know, it would, I don't know. Every time punk gets hurt, he comes back and you know, maybe he really was fired. And I think he really was, but it's far out there. People have been talking about it, but I think those are the suspects. You have Roderick, you have Kyle, mm-hmm. you have Brit and you have punk. Those are the four people that I think it can be out of. Yeah. And you know, out of all of them, I rank them. Oh, <laughs> this is a tough choice. Uh, I don't know if I want CM Punk or Brit, Brit being the devil first or second. Oh, I want Brit. That's, that's what I want to see because uh, yeah. it's fun, and I also don't feel like I was I was like worked like cheated out of way. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. like with the CM Punk thing, I feel like I was just blatantly lied to, as mm-hmm. opposed to like, uh, okay, what what can we believe coming out of AEW now? Can we believe any statements? Can we believe any reports? Yeah, you know? but you know that that's the whole point. But it also it, kind it, of. That um, Russo, that Russo meter, you know, it starts to tick to the Russo degrees. Oh, Same. you know what? I, I, I would, I would think this, this is actually if if CM Punk does come back, and it'll be good to know, and I, I would be reassured to know that CM Punk isn't such a dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. He actually yeah. has that. He actually has a really good working relationship with Tony Khan, and they've been working really hard to keep this under under wraps. 
and, and the people been... the people that were under the other mask it was like jungle boy and like uh the <laughs> the, the box you know what i mean yeah yeah, and yeah. Like, hangman like, yeah and some new weird faction yeah so i mean hey. you know fan- fantasy booking that's why they call it fantasy yeah uh, but the first match is AEW kicked off with Claudio or Orange Cassidy defeated Claudio Castagnoli to uh, retain his AEW international title. Uh, this was another great match. Good way to start the show. Uh, multiple varieties of different breakers left and right to Orange Cassidy. Eventually, Claudio drops OC onto a barricade with OC falling directly on his elbow. And as Claudio and Wheeler are... Uh, are looking over Orange Cassidy's body. Hook comes out to the ring uh, because apparently he has a uh, his Orange Cassidy's mom is picking them both up and driving them both after school. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just funny how they both carry backpacks. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it. I want all the best friends to carry backpacks now. Like I want yeah. Statlander to have a backpack. I want Ch- Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, wherever they are, to carry backpacks. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hook is in charge of the snacks. Yes, uh, he... Orange has the title. Uh, best friends need to be in charge of the drinks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. They definitely have like the stash, you know. Yeah. And uh, Chris has the board games. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She brings the board games and the D&D books. Exactly. <laughs> uh, eventually, Hook and uh, Wheeler Yuta get sent to the back. Uh, Claudio carries OC back to the ring. They battle to the top turnbuckle with OC trying to, uh, hit a sunset flip power bomb, but Claudio hangs on to the top ropes, but, uh, Claudio uses his pure raw strength to pick up Cassidy by the neck and brings him back to the top turnbuckle, hitting a super stalling superplex or a stalling superplex off the top rope, which was crazy. There was even that moment where Claudio was swinging orange by his neck. And I feel like he had to stop because he was like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. Like you're going to break his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as they come back from break, we're showing Wheeler, Yuta and hook, uh, they're continuing their conversation confrontation backstage. Orange Cassidy goes, uh, for the orange punch when Claudio, uh, pops orange into the air, looking for the European uppercut. That's when orange hits Claudio with the poison Rana, with the pin and the win to retain his title. Thought it was a great match. AEW Dynamite is continuing their streak of having uh, great matches to begin the show. Um, you know, that being said, there were a couple of spots that they didn't seem like they were on the exact same page. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just going, one person was going a little faster than the other. Um, but, uh, which is really weird because they both like worked at Shikara back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the match, John Moxley comes out to the ring and uh, he gets in there and beats the holy hell out of uh, Orange Cassidy. Note, I will note this, Claudio did not join on the beatdown for Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy. In fact, he would only beat up on refs trying to stop Moxley. And at the end, didn't he like help Cassidy up? Like or something uh, like that. It was kind of like he just no, let he, him... he 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 yeah no he took John Moxley off of him. He he like okay that's enough. yeah he that's yeah enough. yeah but why would he pull him off of Orange Cassidy? Did he earn some sort of respect for the guy? Yes, I think hundred percent. Uh huh. That's what I think. And this could be a, a tiny ceiling of the the separation of the, the black hole. Clip. Yeah, comic club. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF is backstage looking for uh, three tag team partners to take on Bullet Club Gold. He knocks on the door of Kenny Omega. That's when Jericho answers, slams the door on his face. Uh, MJF continues to search, and that's when he's confronted by Wardlow, who Wardlow's like, you took everything from me, Max. I'm going to take it all from you. 
on my time. Like, uh, shut up, dude. dude. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, I hate that, like, heel thing where they're like, I'm going to do it. Like, Zia Lee did it this week. She's like, it's the same exact thing. Becky Lynch called her out for it. She's like, the, the girl's been asking for a championship match for this three weeks. I was going to give her a match. And then she <laughs> yeah. just says on her time, she's got no time. <laughs> we, we, Becky Lynch, like, great. have a podcast and, like, talk, uh, talk about what happens each and every week. I think yeah. Becky and Seth would have a great, like, review podcast. Like oh, talking yeah. about this every show throughout the week. I hate the NFL. What do you oh, think? Yeah. Oh, it was great. What are you talking about? Uh, but MJF, uh, he runs into the claimed as they're walking off the screen and uh, they're trying to entice him to uh, pick him. Yeah. Next up, John Moxley's backstage cuts an absolute banger of a promo says Phoenix uh, used his, uh, was it used his body to get the three count on Moxley and Orange Cassidy picked up the scraps in a match that John Moxley was supposed to uh, have. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says he has no respect for Orange Cassidy now, and uh, he's going to take him out. He had respect for him leaving Chicago, but he has none now. Oh, he'll get it back. Don't worry. So uh, next up. But the thing is, is like, where do they go from here? Because I just feel like they're doing the same thing. It's just like we've seen this match. Is Moxie just going to beat him again? And then uh, what's his name is going to get involved? Like, okay, bro, that's enough. What are you doing? Claudio? Yeah. It could it could happen, especially mm-hmm. with uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson out. Yeah. Daniel like, Bryan. like, the, and, you know, Yuta, I, I don't see his place. I, I think he needs to, you know, he needs need to, to go. They, they, they need a cruiserweight division. That's what they need. Well, no, he just needs to go around the world and just start taking bookings. Him at this level. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about a lot of problems with people in AEW. They've gotten to this level where they can't g- get any further. Yeah. They've hit that glass ceiling. There mm-hmm. is a glass ceiling in AEW. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how did Cody break it? He said, screw it. I'm leaving. I'm going to mm-hmm. WWE. Maybe Wheeler Yuta. Maybe he needs to go to New Japan. Maybe he needs to go take yeah. a stint in London. Maybe he needs to go here, there. He needs to go make a name for himself because as of right now, I don't give a flying F about Wheeler Yuta. He's just, he's just a lackey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He, even a couple weeks ago, getting beat up by his own teammates. Yeah. Where they're like, we take out the frustration on Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, I know when it's daytime, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat decent in impersonations. Next up, the Mogul Embassy. Uh, apparently, they defeated the Hung Bucks to become the new ROH six-man titles. So last week's follow-up, you remember uh, Swerve was in uh, Hangman's house? Mm-hmm. And he like left a shirt for his kid in his room. The follow-up is Hangman said, oh, I'm going to go to the next town and have a match. Yeah. Not, I'm going to hunt Swerve down. You tried to threaten my child's life. Nothing like that. No, 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 no. They, um. Yeah, defend my trials championship. Yeah, that was apparently the most important thing to him. But uh, I think it's so weird how he comes out to carry on my wayward son with the Bucks because that's. In my head, Kenny Omega and the Bucks music. Yeah, I th- I think they adopted that as the elite the yeah. music. Uh, but during the match, uh, as Hangman was going for the Buck shot, Swerve comes out, taunts Paige. Paige just chases uh, Swerve away, leaving the Bucks to battle the embassy alone. Uh, Nick Jackson tried to do s- some stuff. The Bucks tried to battle back, but the Mogul Embassy just did all their moves to Nick Jackson to become the new six roh six man champions mm. so yeah mjf continuing his search backstage i believe this is when uh he sees was it sees darby's locker room and then writes like emo bitch on it <laughs> I thought that was great <laughs> yeah oh and uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of a soft heel turn for the bucks yeah uh not yet not yet it's, we're that's not why there. i say soft that's why I say yes soft. 
No, well, I mean like that that segment hasn't come up yet. Okay. Well, uh, then you know. Uh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go. What? Uh, you know how uh, Matt went crazy outside the ring. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's no. true. Uh, Tony Schiavone with Adam Copeland in the ring. Uh, Tony asked Adam, so he goes, what is your decision about Starby and Ding's, uh, Starby and Sting's question? Star- they asked Starby, Starby and Sting. Starby, Starby and Ding. <laughs> oh my God. I want a uh, Starby and Ding action figure set. I don't know. Somebody please make it out there. Starby <laughs> Allen and be, be, Ding. Before Sting leaves. And, yes. and Ding has to be the young guy. Starby <laughs> Allen is the old, like, bristled old man. <laughs> yes, I'm yes. Starby <laughs> Allen. This is my little guy. And Sting... I'm not making a, but Sting is like five feet tall <laughs> with, with a blonde flat top. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, someone, an amalgam of surfer Sting and Darby Allen. Yes. Uh, so he asked what was his decision to join Darby and Sting? Uh, so he says he goes way back with Sting because apparently they had similar injuries and they've kind of kept on the same page with one another. Uh, Edge says he also respects Darby Allen because he is a linchpin of this company. That's when Christian and his sons come out to the ring. Christian tells uh, Copeland that he's going to retire Sting at full gear and that if he knows what's good for him, uh, he'll step out of his way because he's going to snap his neck. Christian then sends Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus into the ring uh, to go after Copeland. That's when uh, Christian gets in the face, uh, gets in the ring, goes face to face with Edge. Edge, uh, Christian and his sons uh, beat down on, or sorry, Christian and his sons beat down on Edge. Christian sets up uh, for the concerto. That's when Sting uh, solo comes out, and then eventually Darby follows. Uh, Edge hits Christian with a uh, spear and uh, agrees it'll be him, Darby, and Sting taking on uh, Christian at full gear. Cool. So, I mean, I wonder where it'll lead. Will it lead to Sting's final match? Will this just be a match to further the feud between Christian and Edge or Christian and Copeland? Yes. So I I, I do think to talk about rock and roll earlier, Edge is the most like, why is it Edge? Why aren't Edge and Triple H just like best friends? Like they look (laughs) like one looks like a little version of the other one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know Triple H wears like suits and stuff now, but Edge comes out and he's like the most manicured rock and roll guy ever. He mm-hmm. and I looked to the site. He had a chain wallet on. I, yeah, it was flying all over the place. I'm like, what that thing? It looked like a microphone first, pouch. I uh, thought at first it was just a chain like they attached it like to look like a wallet. He actually had the wallet. That's how you know there's street cred because Edge was like, no, no, I can't just have the chain. That's stupid. I need a chain that something. leads to a wallet because yeah. if someone tries to steal his wallet, you ain't going anywhere. You got a chain yeah. attached to it. Yeah. Uh, did you have a chain wallet when you were younger? I, I did not, sadly. <laughs> I had I had many. I had okay. many. Uh nice. Nigel McGuinness is backstage with Tony Khan and he is his huge announcement. Oh, you ready? You ready? Uh, all oh, the tickets yeah. going on sale December 1st. Hooray. So, so if you want to go to London, uh, hey, you can make a whole like week out of it, I think. Go to Berlin after that, go to a whole Europe thing right there. Yeah, I would I would plan your trip around right then and, and go bash in Berlin and you know. mm-hmm. Matt Bernard and Cool Hand Ange versus Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Uh 2.0 get the early jump on Jericho and Omega. Angelo Parker tries to hit. I just wrote way, way too many notes on this, but yes. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh at one point. Jericho and Omega win the match and out come Don Callis and his family. And they, uh, they challenge him to it. What was it? A, um, it was, it wasn't war games. Was it? It was just like a four on four. 
the Survivor Series match. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I was kind of confused by because I thought they, I thought Don Callis was going to be in the match for a second because they introduced mm-hmm. uh, Kota Ibushi as one of their partner, and then they introduced their fourth partner, a man bigger than Will Hobbs. No way, it's, bigger than Will Hobbs. It's Paul White. Who oh comes yeah, teetering like he looks like he can barely walk, and I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, and his so. his uh the the title on his uh, entrance music or his entrance uh jumbotron. Yeah, it says no, no more BS. Yes, yeah. So wait, wait, no more Big Show. No more, no more. Oh. Because he's Paul White, man. He's not yeah. Big Show. Yeah. Uh, Renee Paquette, she's backstage in the Elite Locker Room. This is after they come back from break. Uh, with Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega with the Young Bucks behind them who are visibly agitated. Uh, Matt Jackson gets on the mic and goes, "What? what's the point of the elite getting back together if we don't have each other's back? And furthermore, who's this douchebag doing in our locker room pointing at to Chris Jericho? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a point because... Very good point. Uh, first off, are, did we really build to the elite getting back together for this? For, yeah. just, for just Hangman leaving them and then Bucks going, nah, fuck it. That's a big I oops. think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. If anything, no, I, I, you know, it, 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 this is, you know, a try, try hard in reverse. They're trying hard not to be, the, you know, the elites of the elites. They're yeah. trying hard not to be the center of attention. You guys, you, you, you have to be. Sometimes yeah, they, you just have to bite the bullet and you have to be the guys. Because there's no, yeah, they need to, they need to do more. It's been yeah. too, they, they've fallen the wayside yeah uh, it's that same that same thing that got cody in trouble when he booked himself into a corner where he said he couldn't win the title anymore mm-hmm. next up we have hikaru shida defeating willow nightingale to retain the aew's women's championship uh cool. john cena gets a nice plug on the show i do appreciate that uh because they're promoting wipeout on tbs and they go That's john right. cena john cena hosts this show and and uh taz goes hey i, I know that guy <laughs> <laughs> And Excalibur goes, yes, his name is John Cena. <laughs> you must know him from all his TV shows and movies. He does, he does other TV shows and movies. I cannot say this TV show he's in. He uh, does a commercial with a cow. Oh, sorry. Yeah. These two go back and forth having, well, uh, not so great of a match at first. They really did pick up towards the end. I will say that. Uh, Sheeta hits an avalanche Falcon arrow to Nightingale. DVD to Sheeta. Then we get the Shining Samurai to Willow. The pin and the win. The match was very slow starting, but uh, towards the end it got going. Uh, this match could have benefited from being a little bit shorter, just in my opinion. But then would we have had the good ending? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, after the match, uh, Timeless Tony Storm comes out on the stage. That's when uh, Sheeta uh, runs after uh, Tony and hits her with the running knee. And then the lights go out. And uh, Julia Hart's in the ring, uh, staring at Willow, offers her a handshake. Sky Blue comes out, gets oh, no. between them, uh, stares at Julia, then stares at Willow, and then stares at Julia and spit, tries to spit in her face. Got her neck. Got her neck. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. even see the spit. Like, you know, some people can't spit. You know yeah. that first time when you were a kid and you tried that Triple H <laughs> spit and it just came out like a little spout yeah. of water you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh oh god i don't know how to do Whoops. that yeah that's what happened here with uh uh blue uh, was it blue sky sky blue sky blue yeah so i mean hey uh what happens to julia hart now does she turn oh, good <laughs> yeah i know right no she, she didn't catch her face it caught her neck and it the the mist was blue did you see that yeah well sky blue <laughs> yeah 
so she was able to fight the black mist, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, where am I at? Uh, so MJF continues to search for teammates. Oh yes. That's when he claimed asked why they haven't picked him already. Uh, that's when he goes, I have one last team to ask. And it turns to off camera. It's Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay uh-huh. Dutt, uh-huh. Jay uh-huh. Lethal, uh, uh-huh. little, TNA, little TNA in your life. Huh? Uh-huh. I, I thought it, they they were great. They wanted to be a part. They they were more than willing to help them. Mm-hmm. Former world champions. Like why not? Yeah. You know? I don't know. Just just my opinion. Uh, then we have the main event of the night. Uh, uh, the acclaimed come out to the ring first. Oh, I forgot they gave him uh, MJF a bag. They said, "If you're going to be our partner, you have to wear this." I love yes. how they have stipulations. Like there's All another team. <laughs> they, there's another team that's more than willing to do it, but they have stipulations. So they come out to the ring first um, and then MJF comes out in uh, all pink uh, with a scissor me t-shirt. A lot of false starts to this match. Eventually Billy and Austin get in the ring to square off of one another. Uh, We do see a scissor me timbers on Colton gun. The story of this match really is uh, to get Max to scissor the acclaimed. And while he's reluctant at first, he does have a few spots uh, where he starts to seem like he's going to, you know, be more into it. Uh, Bullet Club is building the heat on Max Caster. Uh, that's when Bullet Club Gold take out the rest of the acclaimed while continuing the heat on Caster. Uh, we eventually get a hot tag to MJF. He goes after Bullet Club Gold. Uh, I mean, like, he goes after Bullet Club Gold, like, three on one. Yeah. And uh, we see a kangaroo kick to Juice Robinson and Colton Gunn. Jay sneaks up from behind uh, MJF and hit the Blade Runner and gets the pin and the win on mjf uh after the match uh so what i saw because my cut off again my youtube oh, tv okay. bastard mm-hmm. um mjf apparently about to get hit with the title max caster taking the bullet for him he does so that that was the show right okay well the, of course you didn't it, the whole thing has been we got to get mjf to scissor me right so um the team gets up and they're like, oh, scissor time, scissor time, right? To celebrate. And MJF is like, no, 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 forget this, forget this. Mac, Max Caster's on the floor like, go scissor me, please. And MJF's like, screw you, F all this, I'm out of here. So uh, Billy Gunn grabs him, being the you know, veteran that he is, at MJF. And he turns around and was like, you know what this kid just did for you? You're not going to give him a, a, scissor. a scissor? you got to get on it right now. So he reluctantly goes to the corner, all four have a corner, and then they all scissor each other in the middle of the ring. After the scissoring, we get Max Caster on his knees thanking MJF, and he's, uh, he wraps to hug him, and he grabs his butt cheeks flush and oh, takes a big squeeze. And I don't know if that was supposed to be on TV or not. <laughs> Creepy. Or if that was a planned thing but uh mjf doesn't really flinch too hard he just kind of pushes him off but it's not like ah damn you grabbed my ass he doesn't do anything like that it's just kind of like okay buddy get out of here yeah yeah, and then the show gets off the air yeah no it's AEW. good show i i I did enjoy watching nxt a little bit more while AEW had the better matches okay uh you know aw has been getting a bum rap lately because uh at first the internet man so fickle uh, Daniel Bryan said it best. Um, you have these guys that are like, oh, AEW's dumb for starting their shows with just a match right off the bat. There's no storytelling. There's no. Well, now now Re- you know, Renee intro. starts it. Yeah, now Renee starts it with an interview. 
And now these same people that are complaining about that, they're like, oh, now they're trying to be too WWE. Now they're taking too many, uh, uh, too many ideas from them uh, because they can't beat them. Now they join. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, you can't win with these people. Damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. It's the story of everything in the world of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I think on that note, as about does it here for us, say it's City Wrestling Radio. Oh, it's been an eventful week, eventful it's weekend. A big week, big week. So we'll be back next week. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Check us out, uh, all our retro reviews. Uh, we'll have one coming up later this month. And uh, we'll see you guys another time. Take care. Have a wonderful day. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.